Of course, as dads, we are thankful for our kids. But is our thankfulness simply a gesture, or is it actually genuine? Welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Today, I want to talk to you about two types of thankfulness, and I want to give you the formula on how to tell your kids that you were thankful for them the right way. If you're a dad who wants to embrace your God-given mission, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also get more content on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you want even more than that, then head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com. Gratitude is an amazing thing, and you already know that you have practiced it enough to experience the benefits of gratitude. You have heard enough sermons on Thanksgiving to know that the Bible encourages you and commands you and instructs you to be thankful and to have gratitude. You already know that it's a wonderful thing. But with thankfulness being such a fundamental and a basic of life, it's very easy for us to sometimes let go of those basic things as we reach to things that may appear in the moment to be more grand or better. It's also very easy for us in the rush of life to get so overwhelmed that we begin to neglect some of the basics. And oftentimes, gratitude is one of those things that is first to go. It's kind of like Peter walking on the water. He sees Jesus, and this is a really cool experience, and his mind and his focus is set, but all of a sudden, he starts to notice the wind and the waves and the crashing and everything, and he starts to sink. And that is so often how life goes for us. The rush of life gets overwhelming, and we start to sink. But if we will keep our focus on what we are grateful for, we will get through all of the storms that come our way. I think that thankfulness is a remedy to anxiety and a path to peace. And the reason I think that is because of what the Apostle Paul writes in the book of Philippians. He tells us to not be anxious for anything. Don't let anything give you anxiety. Rather than reacting with anxiety about a situation, go to God in prayer and be thankful. He puts thanksgiving in the mix of all this. And what happens next? This is a verse that so many people love. Then the peace, after you've gone to God in prayer with thankfulness, then the peace of God that surpasses and transcends our understanding guards our hearts and our minds as we continue to live this life in Christ. I'm all for counseling, and I'm all for conversations. I think those components help us get to a place where we can clear out everything that's going on in life, and we can once again return to a mentality of gratitude. And once we get to that place, then peace can come. So if you're going through something right now, this is, was not something I was planning on saying, but if you are going through something right now, let me encourage you to clear out all the negativity, all the things that are bothering you, all the things that are causing stress and anxiety, and take a moment to think about the things that are of value in your life. Think about the things 
and put a smile on your face. Think about the things that make you thankful. And if you'll do that and you'll pray the peace of God that makes your reality not even make sense, it will settle. It will guard your heart and it will guard your mind throughout this life. So whatever you're going through, have a mentality of gratitude and you will get through it and you'll get through it with peace. Now, what I want to talk to you about today, two different types of thankfulness that we tend to express. And I want to make sure that you you are expressing the right form of thankfulness to your kids, that you have the right mentality of appreciation for your kids. And then I want to help you understand how you tell your kids, how you express your gratitude to your kids. So let's start with the two types that I'm going to talk about. You can argue that there's more, but I'm going to go two types of thankfulness for today's episode. I believe that there is thankfulness that is obligatory and polite. And I gave you two fingers, but I meant only one thing there. <laughs> it's obligatory and it's polite. And then the other one is genuine thankfulness. So we're in the season of gift giving. We're getting close to Christmas. If you haven't bought any gifts for your kids yet, uh, I would really get on that because if you procrastinate, um, it's, it's just never good. So go ahead and get some of that stuff done. But I think about gifts that I receive. I like socks. Weird thing, I know. I am a sock guy, but I'm very particular about the socks that I get. I like funny, creative, loud socks, but I don't like all of them. I have a buddy who has a pair of Batman socks with a little cape that dangles off the back of the sock. I would never in a million years wear those socks. I would never buy those socks for myself. I like, I feel like I like a little panache with my socks. I like them to sometimes somewhat coordinate. I like them to stand out, but I like them to make sense in my mind. And explaining this probably makes me sound a lot more like a weirdo than I really am, but I'm peculiar about my socks. But people know that I like crazy socks, but that's the extent of their knowledge. So a lot of times I have gotten gifts in the past where I get socks and sometimes I have to give the obligatory and polite thank you. I hate the socks. And I'll tell my wife when we're done opening gifts, these are dumb socks. I'd like to take these back, figure out where they got this stuff. A lot of times that happens. Every once in a while, someone will get lucky and they'll get the right pair of socks. And I'll be like, okay, these, these I can wear. Another thing for me that makes it, uh, that calls for the obligatory thank you is whenever I sneeze. So I was not brought up in a home where when someone sneezed, it was basically an order that you say, bless you, or God bless you. And then you express thankfulness whenever that is spoken to you. When we sneezed, we covered our mouth, we washed our hands, usually, and then we went about our life. I have lived long enough to know that if I'm ever alone and I sneeze, if no one is around to say, bless you, I will not die. I am still here today and I have sneezed and plenty of times no one has said, bless you or God bless you. People think that whenever you sneeze, your heart skips a beat. 
And I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I remember being told that because that happens, if no one says bless you and God doesn't intervene in that heartbeat of a moment, that you will die. Well, I know that that is a bunch of hogwash. So when I'm with friends, people that I know, and I sneeze and they say bless you, I typically don't say thank you. But when I'm with strangers and they don't know me and I don't really know them, if I sneeze around them and they say bless you, 10 times out of 10, I will say thank you because I want them to feel that they have done something of value because they didn't have to do it, but they did. It did not save my life. It did not keep my life, but out of an obligation to express politeness to that individual, I will say thank you. It is not a heartfelt thank you. It is not a thank you that I really mean. I will forget who said it, when they said it. It will not bother me. Sometimes in life, we just say thank you, and it's to be nice to the other person. It's out of obligation. That is one style of expression of gratitude. Now, the other one, let's go back to the gift-giving example. I think a lot of people in my generation, I'm technically a millennial, but you know, I'm way early on at that end of the spectrum, but a lot of people around my age, people that I'm friends with, we get to the point to where when it comes time for gift giving, we care less about the material object and more about the money. We would rather mom and dad or grandparents to pay a bill, pay our mortgage for a month. Like we, that's, those are the things that we really care about. We don't want uh, a new shirt. I don't want people to buy me socks because I take them back anyway, because they're not the right socks. But I want people to just give me a gift card, not to a particular place, unless I just really, really like the place. But I just want a Visa gift card that I can take and go spend anywhere. It can buy food for the family. These are the things that matter most. I'd rather just go out with my family and have a meal, or I'd rather go out and take money that's given to me and go buy something for the kids. I'd rather take money given to me for a gift and go out and buy an experience that I can have with my family. These are the things that we really care about. We just prefer the dollar over the actual thoughtful gift. Now, sometimes the thoughtful gift is right on, it's perfect, it's great, and there is a genuine thank you that comes from us. But a lot of the times we just want the cash. We just want the money so that we can do with it what we want. And when I get that, I'm genuinely thankful because it's what I actually wanted. You actually gave me something that I desired, that I requested, that I thought would be helpful and beneficial to me and to my family. When I get a gift like that, and if you're around my age, just turned 33, November the 2nd, whoop, whoop. If you're around my age, you're probably the same way. You appreciate getting the gifts that you ask for, and it's probably just money. Now, my mother hates it, but she's learned to deal with it because I never give her a list. When she asks, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want anything. Just give me some money and then I'll figure it out. That's always how I am. So sometimes we actually mean it. When it's a value to us, when we say thank you, it's genuine. 
But whatever we receive, we have to perceive that it has value. And this is the type of thankfulness that we need to have for our kids. Now, I know that it is so easy in the rush of life with everything going on to tell your kids thank you and to do it from a place of obligation and to do it to be polite. I understand how easy that is. At Sunday school, when my kids show me their picture, it is a thank you because I want them to feel appreciated. I want them to feel like they've done something good. But I don't have a single coloring page (laughs) that my kids have ever finished during Sunday school. They all get thrown away. And little things like that, I don't think that that's a problem. But where we have to be careful as fathers is not getting stuck in that rut of our kids are lesser than us. They are younger. They're not where we're at in life. They're never really going to give us anything of true value. And so I'm going to always let them know that I'm thankful for them, but it's going to come out of a place of trying to be polite and a place of obligation. That's what I want to help us stray away from. I want us to not express gratitude to and about our kids out of obligation, but I want us to do it from a place of sincerity. I want us to do it and I want it to be genuine. So in order to do that, we actually have to perceive value in our kids. And this is something that we have to do individually. We have to look at our kids, we have to look at their uniqueness, and we have to see the beauty in it. You have to contemplate your life with your kids and contemplate your life if you didn't have kids. Now, even for little kids, having babies helped me. I found value in that. As a Christian father, having a relationship with God, when I had kids, I got to see what it was like to be father. I got to see what it was like as they grew up and started to make little mistakes, what it was like to really give grace. I got to see and experience that. And then I got to kind of flip the script a little bit and think about how God is with me, how gracious God has been with me, and how God loves me in a very similar fashion as that father and child relationship. God views me as his child. And so putting all that together, having a physical representation of that to amplify and then to try and wrap my head around God's love for me, that helped me. So having kids brought me to a totally different place in God that I would not be in if I did not have kids. So I can perceive value just in the mere existence of my children as a father. You have to look at your kids and see their uniqueness, see what makes them who they are, and find the value in that. Because if you don't take the time to ever stop, slow down, and look, you'll never see the beauty in your children, and you'll never truly value them, and you'll never express gratitude from a place of sincerity. It will always come out of obligation. It will always come out just to be polite to them, just to keep up with appearances. I'm grateful for my kids, yes, 
why. And this is where I want to take you next. I think you can get to a place where you will express genuine gratitude to and about your kids when you know the formula of how to properly express gratitude to your kids. So here it is. There's three components. The first is the easy part. I'm thankful for you. You've got to say the words. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. You pick your synonym, but you have to make that expression of thankfulness. I am thankful for you. Number two, because of you fill in the blank. It can be one word, multiple words. You pick, I am thankful for you because of this, because of this unique attribute of your personality and of your character, because of this quality that comprises who you are. I'm thankful for you because of this. And the third part of the formula is the explanation. It is the expansion of the reason that you give for number two. So, for example, I could, with Jojo, my youngest, say, Jojo, I am thankful for you because of how kind and caring you are. Because every time you think daddy gets hurt, you always come to me and you always say, I'm so sorry, daddy. And you wait to check and make sure that I'm actually not hurt. Thank you. Thank you for loving me and for caring for me that much. That means a lot. That's special. That's your example. I could do it with the other kids. I could do it with my daughter, Reagan. I could say, Reagan, I'm thankful for you because of how much you love me. Because every time you draw a picture, you always have me on the page. You always include your whole family. You love your family so much, and I'm a part of that, and it's special to me that you, that you can't imagine a world without me in it. And so every time you draw your imaginary world, I'm always there. I'm always a part of what you are making. I'm always a part of what you are thinking. And for you to put me there, to give me such a special place, that means a lot. And so I'm thankful that you love me the way that you do. With my son, could say, Frankie, I'm thankful for you because of your curiosity. You are always investigating and reading and trying to learn and you're asking questions. You're such, he's such a good conversationalist with me. I love having conversations with him, but it's based on his curiosity. He just always wants to learn. He always wants to know. And so I'm thankful for him for his curiosity because as he investigates everything, as he kind of pokes and prods and views things in his unique way, it helps me see things in a different way. It helps me learn more. It helps me contemplate things in a manner that maybe I didn't without my son. So I'm thankful for my son because he helps make me better through his curiosity. I get to be a part of that. I get to be his partner in his curiosity. And that's special. You need to do this with your kids. It does not matter what it is. If it's curiosity, if it is love, if it is their caring, 
tenderness, if it is their mere existence. Now, you might think to yourself, my kids are too young for me to express this. It would go completely over their head. They would just drool and stare at me. Okay. That's the best time to do it because you need to get in the habit of expressing gratitude for your kids. When you have an audience like that, you, you don't mess up. You don't fail. You could fumble through it and that's all right. If you want to just tell your baby, I'm thankful that you're here because you've helped me see God in a whole new way. You've helped me read the Bible in a completely different way, and it has radically transformed my life. You are a part of that. You made that happen, and I'm thankful for that. If that's what you have to tell your baby, tell your baby that. But I want you to actually think about your kids. I want you to slow down. This is what you've got to do first. You've got to slow down, and you've got to think about your kids, and you've got to figure out, how do I truly express genuine gratitude to my children? I've got to say that I'm thankful for them, and I have to tell them why, and I've got to be able to back up that reasoning, to expand that reasoning. If you will take the time to figure out how to say that, it will get you to a place where you are genuinely thankful for your kids. Because all of the things that you get from them, you probably don't get if they don't exist. When I hear people talk about how they don't have kids and they don't want kids, it's by choice. It's not because they haven't tried. It's not because they're struggling to adopt. It's, it's not because of that. It's just they just don't want to have kids. I can't help but think how much they're missing out on. Because I remember what it was like to be the young just going and doing whatever I wanted to do, whenever I wanted to do it, complete freedom. I remember what it was like to just be married and to not have to worry about any little person running around, potentially harming themselves. I remember what that was like. It was nice. It was liberating. But there's not a chance in the world that I would ever pick either of those lives over the life that I have now with kids. Kids are a gift. Kids are a blessing. Kids help us grow so much. Yeah, they drag us through the mud sometimes. Yes, being a dad is not easy. Yes, there's days you want to pull your hair out. I want to keep mine because I would look horrible bald. But while it is a challenge, there is so much more good that comes out of being a dad that I would not ever trade away for anything. I want to make sure that we stay in a place where we are genuinely thankful for our kids. If you get going too much in life and you're trying to reach and grab all these other things, you're going to let go of some things. You usually let go of those basic fundamentals and gratitude is one of those things that sometimes gets dropped. Don't drop gratitude. Sometimes in the rush of life, you get so overwhelmed that you forget that you can be thankful, that you forget you can change your thinking and stop thinking about all the negativity and all the chaos and all the wind and all the waves. And you can think about 
the good things that you have in life. The Apostle Paul in Philippians 4 goes on to tell us, after we pray with thanksgiving and after the peace of God guards our hearts and our minds to think on particular things, things that have virtue, things that are good, things that are lovely, things that are of a good report, we have to make sure that as fathers, our mind is set on the right things. So in the month of November, in the season where we focus on being thankful, I want you to take time and think about your kids. And I want you for each of your kids to be able to formulate an expression of genuine gratitude where you say, son or daughter, I am thankful for you because of, that's your homework, you fill in the blank, and then your expansion of that reasoning. That's also your homework. If you can do that and you take the time to actually think about it, I think you'll transition from obligatory gratitude to genuine gratitude. And that's the place that as fathers, we need to reside in. So I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. I hope you eat, watch football, spend time with your family, express your gratitude, nap, and then repeat that a few times throughout the day. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Thank you so much for being with me. This is Father in Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegriff, and I hope you will join me next time. Thank you again for listening to Fathering Our Future. If this episode has served you or you believe it will serve another dad in the future, make sure that you leave a like, a comment, a review, or share this so that it can reach another dad. And so that you don't miss out on another episode, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, for more great content, head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com.